Every time. Every and, uh, time. Yeah, as soon as it kicks in, it really kicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the pod. This is Papa Don't Preach. My name is Obi Ikemafuna. I got Mr. Bennett Miller here in the studio. How you doing, Benny, man? I'm doing uh, not too bad. Uh, today, I uh, woke up at 530. Uh, my oldest, oldest dude was uh, wailing like into his pillow. Uh, I went to go wake him up, and he woke up the younger guy. Uh, I was like, what's up, dude? What's going on? He um, saw Santa Claus in the air vent. And oh. was, I was like, oh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> what was it? So officially a nightmare. He had a nightmare. Yeah, he's, he's been having nightmares lately about the air, the air vent, uh, like the AC vent in the, in the room. So we tried to cover it up. We tried to open it up. Uh, he's seen faces in there, and, and this this morning it was Santa Claus, and it's like, oh man, I I really hope Santa Claus isn't in the vent. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I'm sure he's not, but I don't want to deal with that. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds awful. That so, sounds yeah. terrifying. So we got up and watched. Bla- I gave the little dude a bottle, and me and Miles watched Blaze and the Monster Machines. Oh yeah, let's blaze. Let's blaze. Oh, that's great. Yep. I've had a um, the little bozos with his mom, so I've had. Uh, like time to myself. Yeah, yeah. Like I had the whole house to myself. It was kind of a trip. Anytime I'm home alone, I'm a robe guy. 100% robe guy. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> boxers and robe. Like I, I'll i find any reason to like walk outside and check the mailbox in my robe. Oh, did I leave my keys in my car? Better go check. I'm a robe guy. Yeah. And this backfired because I lost my wallet. And it was, it was jarring. And. Wait, wait. The, so you, would you have your robe on and you put your wallet in your robe? Yes. Oh, Jesus. So I, you know, was perusing. I might have bought something irresponsible and then decided not to. But I had my card uh-huh. on me, and so I lost track. I put my wallet in my robe pocket, and I just enjoyed my day. And I, I was like, great. And then the next day, I was like, I can't find my wallet. And I had to, like, think back, like, yeah. where I was, what I did. There was a donut shop I went to. And I was like trying to retrace my steps. Like, where did I put this damn wallet? You know, you start thinking like, man, I should have got one of those low jacks on my wallet, like the tile cube in there. I just picture <laughs> you really going to the bank in your robe and grocery shopping. <laughs> in your, it's like, what did I did? Oh, I had that meeting with my accountant in my robe. Like, I, I had so many things. <laughs> I'm a robe guy when nobody's around. Apparently, uh, But I did some, I did some like detective work and I was like, oh, wait, let me look at the ring camera and see what exactly I was yeah, wearing yeah. when I came home. And, okay, I checked those pants, and I, I, like, paused the ring camera, and I saw the wallet bulge in my pocket. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, it's in the house. Because I was getting ready to pause all my cards and, like, cancel oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And I had my ID in there. I had Shannon's ID in there. It was oh, a whole shit. thing. Yeah, you're just going full but deletion. The, honestly, the only thing I was, like, terrified of, I was like, I, I can't start over, is that I got, like, 6,000 tickets on my Dave and Buster card, and I still got like 600 <laughs> coins left on it. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not gonna start yeah, from scratch. No insurance policy on that. It, it should, it should be linked to like my social security number. And they should have the same kind of fraud protection as uh, Chase. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, um, I was putting my, I was putting my robe up and I was, I grabbed it and I was like, oh, what's that? I pull it out. It's my wallet. And I was telling Shannon, I was like, if you came home any earlier, I would have been like, okay, not it's time not to be a robe guy. And that would have my wallet would have been in the, that robe for months. <laughs> maybe till Christmas. You seal it back up whenever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would have never checked it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. I, I mean, always. Always. Mm-hmm. It's I wish there was one day we can come here and be like, hey, what's going on? Nothing. No, it's not going to work. Nothing. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, this woman is suing the Mars company uh, over Skittles. I did see that about uh, one of the additives in there. Yeah, I forgot what it was called, but apparently the packaging of Skittles says that it's safe for human consumption. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> one of the main additives in there that keeps the colors bright and it tasting extra sugary apparently is really bad for you. It might kill you. Yeah. But how many Skittles would you have to eat for it to be bad? Obviously, Mars Company is denying that this is an issue, but mm-hmm. this woman is suing Skittles. When's the last time you had a Skittle? Like, personally, uh, how many Skittles would it take to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I don't think I've had one of those party size in one sitting, but I've had it in a day. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still alive. It was tropical, I believe. Tropical. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that one. Extra bright colors. You know, I hated the sour Skittles. It cut the roof of my mouth. I'm not a sour guy either. I like sour. I just that's didn't like what, the texture. That's of one that. of those additives that will probably kill you, whatever oh, that sour is. Yeah, that's cyanide. It's the main ingredient <laughs> in sour Skittles. <laughs> it's fucking cyanide. Um, uh, so did you check out anything from Comic-Con? Anything you're excited about? Coming out? Uh, that was a real... <laughs> like that? Bro, that was a real left-hand turn. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Segway! <laughs> <laughs> so hey, if you go down to Comic-Con, you get some Skittles. <laughs> it, might mur- it might murder you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Comic-Con. It's... Um, I... First time I went was like 10 years ago with some friends from work. Uh, finagled a uh, pass... By uh, randomly being nice to someone at work, Ooh. it was a press. Uh, she was like, "Oh, I'm doing press for the Stanley panel. I'm just gonna be there on uh, Thursday if you want it the rest of the weekend." And I said, "Absolutely." <laughs> and uh, so I was. Uh, my tag said Secur- uh, security of Yoshika. I'm not sure who she was or who they were, but I was their security for the rest of the weekend. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and it's Comic Con's the best. Have you ever gone? I've never been to Comic Con. It, um, yeah, it's the best. It's like. So many different ways to uh, enjoy it and celebrate it. Like, if you're in costumes and cosplay, you got that. If you're into your sneak peek panels, you got that. You got, uh, you know, if you want to buy custom sting- steampunk uh, fedora, you got that going. <laughs> like, I'm a dude. That like, is specific. <laughs> they have so many very specific things there. Uh, and there's, you know, eight steampunk manufacturers there. It's not just one. They're all there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So uh, I'm like a big, uh, I like getting sketches from my favorite artists. Okay. Um, so the big companies usually have like free signings. Then you could like barter for like, oh, if I get this, would you mind doing me a quick sketch? Oh, uh, and it's awesome. I mean, you get to like literally talk to my favorite writers and artists while they're drawing original artwork for you. It's the coolest thing in the world. I always, it's like watching him, like watching a comic artist draw something like just a few lines. Uh, it's like watching a magician do a magic trick. Like one That's of the, true. a crazy one I got was the dude who, um, Oh, this is David Lloyd. He's the artist who designed V for Vendetta, like the Guy Fox mask, like okay. his design. So I got it. He was doing just charity. Like it was like $10 sketches. Really? And it was all going to charity. And he did it with a fucking crayon. And like 90 seconds, this beautiful Guy Fox just with a blue crayon. And he had just like a, a mass of weird odds and ends pins. <laughs> he, just, he just picked up that up and did a sketch with it. And it was just, it was amazing. It was like doing it, like seeing someone do a magic trick. Yeah, I, I've always wished I had some type of, talent in the arts i can't it's it's crazy like watching me try to draw something like man that is it seems intentionally bad yeah like i just can't draw no my hands don't work like that no no no. i i i want to go to comic-con i feel like i might have like a sensory overload going there oh it absolutely is like you have to like take it in slowly and like go like i'll buy because you just like the first couple hours just kind of walk around and soak it in and just like it's like double barrel blast of everything <laughs> media that you love in your face. What uh, what do you think you'd be like into seeing there? Um, well, I know that uh, I forgot his name. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Who's the guy who created Dragon Ball Z? Dragon uh, Ball. I know that. Yeah, I know the anime artist yeah. too. Yeah, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get in the comments. Uh, <laughs> Hirosh, I, I, whatever. But yeah, I've always wanted to just go on a panel, find out what's next in the saga. Cause mm-hmm. I believe in my lifetime, that's the only character I've watched age. Yeah. Yeah. Like you watch this whole, like a character, an animated character go from a child to a teenager, to an adult with a kid, to a grandfather. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Holy shit. This <laughs> is crazy. Like, obviously they're not drawing him as an old man or anything, but like you've just watched his entire journey. Like it's been yeah. like 26 years or something. It's, mm-hmm. It's wild, but yeah, I've always I've always wanted to see like what's new there, all the cool gear that they have, some cool drawings, posters, and art. And it's like that's like I wouldn't call it a guilty pressure, but that's yeah, I'm a, I'm a nerd for some Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's uh very it's, repetitive fun. Love it. Oh, it's great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, what's gonna happen? He's gonna die. Nope. He's gonna power up <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Majibu, go shopping. <laughs> have there been any releases that you're excited about? Or uh, any- I I like of uh, one of the my mini nerdy pursuits is a uh, wrestling action figure. So like my favorite guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, here for it. I'm a huge Macho Man. Like Macho Man's one of my top of all time. 
Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I am ready. <laughs> so they have a couple Macho Mans that are coming out. One was like the Mega Powers with Hulk Hogan. I'm not a Hogan guy, but yeah. which is pretty dope. And the other one, they have a King Macho when he was King of the Ring. He was a bad guy at the time. He had the crown and his scepter. That's like the one Macho that's going to fit right in the middle of my collection. Ooh. Yeah, because I got IC Champion, Intercontinental Champion Macho from WrestleMania three. I got... You know, big neon cowboy macho man. Oh, that's awesome. I got... Uh, neon ca- neon ma- macho, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know if I'm just an 80s baby, but that was my favorite. All the glitz and glam. Yeah, big old neon. And he, apparently, like, uh, he used to get all of his suits custom made from a guy in Florida who made suits for pimps, too. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Oh, that is the mm-hmm. the most fun fact I have ever heard. Another, another fun fact about Macho Man is that he once bought, like, a small convertible, uh, and he had to return it because his hat case wouldn't fit good in the shotgun scene. <laughs> so like he was like, no, it ain't going to work for me, brother. And I had, to, had to return it. This, conver- this convertible's not ready. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was a place where I could, was like, all those toys that we grew up having, like the action figures, like, and this is, oh, segue. <laughs> uh, toys R Us is coming back. I Jeffrey uh, Giraffe is coming back. It's like... It's one of those things I like where this like one of the stages I used to shoot a show at I passed the one of the decaying Toys R Us's all the time and I like I miss that feeling. It's something I really wanted like to for my kids to be like, here's a toy store. Because you know, he's just getting into like Target where like he sees a, to- a couple toy aisles and loses his mind. Like yeah. something like a Toys R Us. Like it was I could still picture it in my brain. Like oh, the, the aisle section. by aisle. Like remember the bike section? Like, oh yeah. The bag? I mean, that was my last. I mean, bike <laughs> section was whatever. Like I'm all about the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. And they had like the the good figure aisle, the good figure aisle, and there's the crap figure aisle. Like, it was just like all the rando ones <laughs> all slammed together in <laughs> one aisle. Who's Who's Beetle Man? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like Bucky O'Hare and yeah. like, <laughs> leftover Nightmare Before Christmas toys are all shoved yeah. in there. Man, yeah, there was, I uh, I remember uh, right over here in South LA, uh, there used to be a Toys R Us, which is, I think is now a Target, but that Toys R Us was huge. That feeling, your hair standing up when you first walk in and all the colors and the mm-hmm. music and you know, you have to pass the video game aisle to get to the rest. And, like, they got the little cards you can pick. You pull out the card and go and turn it in the front. Like, this is the game. They pull it out of the back. It's in this plastic cover. I'm assuming they do, like, a nuclear keys where they tune at the same time yeah. to open it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rings of power emerge, and <laughs> it opens up. But, yeah, I just – I remember that they had this Star Wars section in the back. Mm-hmm. And I remember I never liked going down there because that's, like, where all the adults were. <laughs> We're in this Star Wars section, and I like now. I, fuck now, I'm that guy. Yeah, and I realized I'm like I can understand why they were there because I remember my I told my my mom asked me what I wanted, and I was like I want this X wing, and the X wing, it, it you know it had the blasters on the side. Oh, I know it's super. Yeah, the one you press the button, the wings went boop. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the coolest thing ever, and it was huge. And I told my mom like that's what I want. She's like okay, and Christmas came. I got a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was stoked about it. Yeah. But I was, I, I, I like, even I saw like these big boxes and things wrapped. I'm like, ooh, mm, that's, that's, a giant, really. that's a giant X Wing. <laughs> Where am I going to put that? <laughs> Did she get me three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't fight the Empire in a fucking bike. No, you can't. What do I look like? Look like? Yeah. Fucking E.T.? Get the fuck out of it here. It's going to happen. Uh, I, uh, one of my other things about Toys R Us is that, and I'm sure, like, this row of the same generation, I think Nickelodeon, one of them had, like, the contest of, like, the Toys R Us shopping spree. Fuck, yeah. I, I knew I would never experience that. I'm like, they have to have you didn't like You didn't, somewhere. like, of course, like, I didn't, well, I entertained the idea, but, like, you didn't have the, the in your brain, like, okay, I'm going to hit this aisle first, and yeah, then oh, get yeah. this. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, these guys are fucking up going down there with one cart like i'm going down there with two carts <laughs> that's see, and then that's you just slot right there yeah my brother and i was like no you grab two carts they're connected you run down to the aisle and you just fire the fa- that first one down the aisle just shoot it down there <laughs> fill this up go down that's the other aisle and then about. you run to the other one and just start filling it up and like mm-hmm. my brother was like well yeah if you get two carts then you can have all the toys you want to sell and all the toys you want to keep and i'm just like well that's a great idea but like that's the difference between the, yeah, and like, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about like how can I fill up my room with toys? He's yeah, thinking yeah. about how to start a small business <laughs> out of my mom's garage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's. I remember when um, my dad would take us to the mall and we go to KB toy stores, and I was such a 
snob kid. He's like, oh, he was going to the toy store. And we're like, yeah. And we get to the mall and like we all look at each other like, this motherfucker taking us to KB, KB Toy Store? Mm-hmm. Bro, they got no giraffe. They got four aisles. Get me out of here. It smells <laughs> weird. It smells terrible in mm-hmm. here. It smells like Wetzel's pretzels in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was never a fan of KB Toy Stores. No, nah, they, they always had like weird rate. off uh off-brand toys but they're all discounted too like i just pictured them all like yeah. all the prices like handwritten over yeah like i wonder why this is terrible <laughs> but yeah i would say um give me your top if you were a kid if you wanted to get bennett uh baby bennett or mm-hmm. maybe even your kids but picture it's baby bennett three toys right now mm-hmm. top three what would they be uh i was a was still am a Lego nerd. So Lego sets, like there was like your, your Christmas of not having, you know, thinking you're X-Men. I had a Christmas of like, I had like, I wanted to get the big castle in my head. I had the storyline of the big castle, yeah. <laughs> uh, did not get the big castle for Christmas. And I was crushed. I was like, I had, what am I going to, I had this story where they're going to take over the big castle. The, you know, the bad guys take over the big castle. Little the guy's going to come in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Lego, like that, like for specifically that Lego set, I'd bring, right. yeah, that, for sure, that for castle sure. for sure. All right. What other two? Do you have any, uh, the other two? Um, I mean, the Ninja Turtles were giant for me too. Oh yeah. So that was a big, like anytime I get Ninja Turtles, I'm, you know. Yeah. And then, um, just talking toys. Yeah. I, uh, you, it could be a video game too. That's like, true. I, I, you know, we didn't have video games for us, like, my parents were of the generation that's like video games would rot your brain for like the first couple little bit. So um, I'd get a regular Nintendo because I did not have that as a kid. Oh, like a straight shit. up NES. I just had to play other kids in the neighborhood. Nice. That's what I'd get to complete that. I just got the NES like preload with every game it's ever had. It's for my kid. And yeah, yeah. Really excited about yeah, teach it. teach him the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. No instructions. Figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good luck. <laughs> um, I would definitely go Ninja Turtles because I, I had the blimp. Ooh, and that's I, what was, I never had. That's I want the car, one. so I'd get myself the car, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Now you got the blimp and the car." The blimp was that toy was there was a Ninja Turtles blimp that came out that was gigantic, and it was so ahead of its time. It had a little fan on the bottom with foam wings at the uh, a fan in the back with foam wings on the bottom, so you can throw it across the room and it would slowly, slowly descend. Yeah. And like it so had cool. things that you can fire, and it was so cool. But the the car I really wanted because you can pull back the car and it would take off. And anytime it hits the wall, mm-hmm. the bumper would press in the car and the car would unfold. And you can get like the little bike attachment. So the Ninja Turtles bike would pop in the back. I was just like, man, that's what I want. That's what I want. But I'd get a little Obi that I'd definitely get him a Thomas the train set because I was just always in the trains. Oh, yeah. I like coming up with little stories and like having to stop in places for sure. I thought Thomas was super weak as a kid, but oh, each I mean, their own. Yeah, yeah. I just loved <laughs> trains, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, like, that's how you get your fix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the the Thomas the train sets they have now. Like I got my kid is just not old enough to play with them and appreciate them. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're motorized. They're all motorized. Oh, I, I tried. I, I came across it. I was like, I think I he'd like a Thomas thing, and it's like they're all. Yeah, they're like com- computer. Yeah. Oh, computer activated. Like. Yeah, it's it's cool because like you build this elaborate track with all these crosses, and then you just put one train on. It starts doing its thing, and you see how it goes, and then you start switching the track. So it mm-hmm. goes into the desert area, or it goes up the ramp. Yeah, he ain't ready like, for that. So I was just like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna get a little Obi that, but my kid is definitely not ready for that. I got the whole set just in my ottoman, <laughs> like <laughs> hidden. I'm like, don't touch it. Um, and then I'll probably get little Obs that X wing. Probably get him that little yeah. X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Got to complete the circle. Got to complete the circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, one thing I want to talk to you about in our next segment is about curse words and how you feel about it. Uh, like, how the fuck do you feel about curse words? I'm not going to answer right now because we want the next segment, right? <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we may maybe even we do like a little wager and try to not swear at all. I can do that. I, I cannot. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, you guys stick around because we're going to talk about all the... Uh, Funny, disgusting, awful words that we use and if we should be using it from our kids, if it's a big deal. But stick around. This is Papa Don't Preach and we'll be right back. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> Penis. Shits. But Yeah. 
And we're back. What up? What the fudge? Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I didn't have anything loaded in the bank, so yeah, quick to I, come I, back with. I knew you didn't. So that's why I, I cocked it up for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I want to talk about swearing. I want to talk about curse words. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are fun. Mm-hmm. Some of them are super offensive. But when do we draw the line of when children are supposed to be like? Maybe no one should have foul language. I what like. There, uh, my my parents always told me the story. There was a concern that my uh, first word was going to be fuck because of the freak the frequency of like it was heard around me because I was like the first kid in their friend group, <laughs> and they hadn't edited themselves. It wasn't, but um, I don't. I think cursing is one of those things that's like household to household how you feel about it. And yeah. like I've talked to my wife how we feel about it. And it's like as long as it's not, I think what it boils down to is how it's being used. Like is it, if it's an exclamation or a descriptive. Uh, possibly it's okay, but if it's like you fucking bitch, like uh, 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 we're yeah. not using language like that, you know. Yeah, I think but if, that's if you say like spot right there, one of uh one of our favorite, like one of our uh my uh wife's godsons, they were driving one day, and he was probably like five or six, uh, and he was they were like just driving, he was in the back seat, and he goes, oh shit, look at that over there. And it's like one of those things, like they had to like it's like, like you know what do you because he used it correctly, like he didn't, but he wasn't. You know, like, how do you say, like, oh, you know, we could use better words than, hey, look at that shit over there. <laughs> a, a fan favorite of my house that uh, uh, that my kid uses is what the man. What the man's yeah, good. He's like, what the man? And <laughs> he obviously has heard me say something. Yeah. So I'm always like, what the shit or what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. it's always coming out of my mouth. But I, I, he's like, what the man? And he realizes bad words now. He's like, oh, don't use that word. Don't use that word. Yeah. Like, he won't let me say, uh, gosh. It's oh my goodness. He's like, oh my goodness. Because I'll be like, oh my gosh. He's like, no, don't say gosh. Mm -hmm. Because he thinks that's a bad word. So it's like, oh, you have to say what the. He's like, like, oh my goodness. I, uh, in traffics where like I really had to like stretch my not cursing muscles. Mm -hmm. So daycare used to be so like we were working up like in the valley and driving back to our house is like a solid hour. So stuck in traffic, not cursing at people was, uh, a struggle. So one day I said, gee, oh, geez, I'm Pete's. And Miles thought that was the fucking funniest thing he'd ever. And he's still like, he'll still crack himself up just saying, geez, I'm Pete's. It's like, so that's one of the ones I use a bunch, like, geez, I'm Pete's. And then I also say, oh, my. And he started saying that a bunch now, too. When th- something falls, like, oh, my. When something falls over. <laughs> I, I'm surprisingly pretty good at not cursing around my kids. Every once in a while, it'll slip out. But um, I'm pretty good about it. Yeah, I, I think the word shit is the one that I have to try. Because like, I, like, fuck, I can edit. Mm-hmm. I can edit that one. But shit is so much fun. And <laughs> I, that one's hard to get out of my vocabulary. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, shit. What the shit? Oh, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just, I use it all the time. I What I'm trying to think, is, um, you know, we were talking earlier about the uh, show Adventure Time. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite things about that show, and if you out there haven't heard of Adventure Time, you need to watch it. You can skip through season one. It's a little cartoony. But, um, <laughs> you know, after it starts to kick, it's 15-minute episodes. It's amazing. But the way that they curse on that show is great. What the flip, Skip? Like, it's... Well, it, it, for a, I think for the early seasons, then they use, like, just math terms, and I think someone complained. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they had to, like, broaden their math terms. Like, oh, what the algebra? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, uh, so I think shit's my favorite. What's your favorite curse word? Um, I don't, I mean, I think... I say goddamn a lot. Like it just lo- like oh goddamn it. Like yeah, that's, that's loaded in there like pretty easy because I definitely heard the big man say goddamn it a couple times. And mom's like, he said GD. It's like it's we're working on it. Like <laughs> I th- I think one of the words that he's repeated is damn it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My my son will go, damn it. I'm like, whoop. Ooh. <laughs> ah, that's gonna be a problem down the line. <laughs> like, I, you know, obviously to each parent their own. I just don't think it's that big a deal. Like as I long don't. as you're not being a shithead about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just don't be a shithead about cursing. Like, just use it like a like you know, yeah. like, uh, just pepper in. Like you're supposed to use it. Yeah. If somebody's if somebody if you stub your toe, you go, ah fuck. I'll be like ah, oh, that must have hurt. If you're like, hey, fuck you, I'll be like, mm, mm. you're not going to eat today. Yeah. You know, like, that's, a, that's, you just lost all <laughs> oh, food. Oh, no, no, no. So. We're not going to eat today, I yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would say uh, in my household, swearing was a no. Oh, absolutely. No, not. Go. no, no, I, no. I would, I would say the scariest moment of my life was in uh, sixth grade. 
I would get demerits in school when I get mm. caught cursing. And they're like, oh, like you get a you get a blue sticker, you get a blue stick. Like they would put it in the principal's office. So I had my file with all these blue cards in them yeah. of the words I used and how I had to apologize. <laughs> and I have to go pick up trash. And I remember one time I brought a squirt gun. It was like a Spider-Man squirt gun. Mm-hmm. Like you can just and it was right. cool. You put it on your wrist. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. My mom got it for me in Chinatown. <laughs> my teacher took it away from me and mm-hmm. gave it to the principal. And I'm like, oh, well, I have trash pickup duty, so I have to clean up all these offices with a couple of my guys, so we'll just take them back. So I took them back, mm-hmm. and my principal next day, like, she was an idiot. I was like, how oh, she know it was me? <laughs> but she's like, oh, yeah, Obi and Julian are cleaning up. I just took their toys away. They stole them back. So it was a huge thing, and my mom got brought in, and it's like she was already heated that she's missing work. Yeah, yeah. And... The principal goes and starts explaining what happened. My mom gives me this dirty look like, I can't believe you stole these. I can't believe you brought them back in. And then after, I was like, okay, my mom is angry, but she hasn't hit me in front of my principal yet, so this is good. And then she pulls out this file. Oh, My no. principal just pulls out this file. And she's like, and we also want to talk about your son's language here at school. And goes through the pages and pages <laughs> of cards of the words I've said. And I have never seen my mom go from angry to violently upset to numb. Oh. And then we got in the car. She didn't say anything. And we lived in like hot, like Inglewood, like Ladera Heights. Yeah, yeah. And our school was in the valley. So Ooh, that's a long drive. So we're in the car. My mom did not let me turn on the radio. She said, just be quiet. And I was like, ooh. That's a, I oh can feel God. that silence Dude, right now. That silence was terrible. Ugh. I get in the car. I get I, I get out of the car. I take my backpack down. I leave my backpack at the door. I take off my shoes. I go to this fridge. And I just hear my mom coming up behind me. And I think she must have kicked the fridge door. Because I remember the fridge door hit me in the face. She just like shoved it closed, grabbed me, and just went in on me and how disrespectful I was, how much of an embarrassment I was, where did I learn this language, I'm never watching TV again, all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, my brother was, you know, he came home, was just like, yo, what happened? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> just stuck in the, I don't talk about it. <laughs> the scorched earth and he has to walk home to Oh, it. my God. My brother, the first time my brother got in trouble was for saying the word sex. He was like five years old during Christmas. That's He said the word sex and my mom washed his mouth out with soap and made him eat a, a, a chili pepper. <laughs> I was, I, that's, I mean, sex is definitely a like borderline at best. I don't know if that's chili, pe- chili pepper worthy. I, 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 it was the way that he used it. Like if my mom was just like, oh, if my brother was like, hey, what do I put here for my sex mom? And she's like, oh, sex means your gender. And like you put yourself a male. But when he's like sitting there like, hey, Barbie, you want to have sex? My mom just uh, yep, yep, came yep, out of yep. the next room. I uh, was just like, nah, nah. And so at a very, at a very young age, I knew swearing was bad in the house. So my mom has never heard me say a cuss word. Still? So like. I mean, now she has. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. We'll be on the phone sometimes. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that type of bullshit. She's like, what'd you say? I'm like, I said bullshit. <laughs> You're going to slap me from I'm Nigeria. Like, oh, man, you can't get me. <laughs> now, if she was in the same room, I would not say that. I'm very bold, very bold when there's a wireless connection separating us. I, uh, I think once my parents got divorced is probably when I started cursing. Is It's like, yeah, all bets are off. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever I want. Do you remember ever getting in trouble for swearing? No, I was fucking terrified to curse in front of my dad. Like, ah. my dad's 6'5", like, giant, intimidating dude. Um, so he could literally just, like, I didn't get, yeah, I, the fear of him was very real as a kid. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, ha- I never swore in front of my dad because he, you know, my parents were divorced, but he would never lay a hand on us. And But... You know, I didn't know that. I, <laughs> I didn't know that was in the custody agreement. Don't beat your kids. You know, like I was just figured if my mom is going to slap me out of my shoes, I can't imagine what my dad would do. So like, I was just like, mm, I'm not saying it. My brother was the one who pushed the envelope, but it wasn't me. My yeah, brother yeah. was the first one. I, was, I wasn't the one to do it. Um, they're funny curse words that I'm wondering if they're bad, like, you know, dork. Yeah. Dweeb. I say that, I mean, I call the kids dorks and, like, nerds and stuff all the time. So yeah. I hope not. Yeah, I, I call it, I'm like, oh, you're a little nerd. Look at this yeah, little yeah. nerd. nerd. Uh, po- <laughs> Poindexter. That's a good one. Pipsqueak. That's <laughs> like, another good ones. one. There's, there's a lot of really, really good ones. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good ones. And I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, as far as what they're watching on television, if there's something with vulgar language, if I'm like, oh, he can't watch this. But 
I mean, I'm trying to think like what he would possibly the, watch. The one thing that gets me, and it's not a curse word at all, is that if he's uh, like hanging around and Nat starts calling me like, "Hey B, can you do this?" And he goes, "Oh hey B," or he starts calling me Bennett for whatever reason. That immediately under my skin. Yes, that's like, happens no, no, to no, me. No, no, no. You cannot call me Bennett. You can't call me B. No, like, no, no. He called me Obi, and I almost hit him. Like <laughs> he has said and done some stupid ass shit. But when he called me Obi, I was just like, uh. Uh-uh. I don't even know why that bothers me. I don't me. know why either. <laughs> it, was, it was so ingrained. I'm just like, I yeah, I think it's just like built into our DNA. Yeah. Just like, nah, uh. You can call me Mr. Ikamafuna. No, no, it is it is dada to you. He's yeah. <laughs> like, like, Obi, Obi. Because like, you know, he'll point. He's like, no, that's daddy. And that's Shannon. I'm like, oh, no, your name's Obi too. You're Obi. I was like, no, you're Obi. I'm like, no, you're Obi. <laughs> you shut your damn mouth. You're Obi. <laughs> I'm going to wring your little neck. Um, I, I forgot what the whole words are. Um, producers, a little help here. What are the seven oh, words? The you Carlin can't, seven the, words. The George Carlin uh, seven words. Let's see here. It's shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Tits. Fart, turd, and twat were added later on yeah. in another special. So twat and cunt in the United States you cannot say on television. No. Yeah, I, I, I was, uh, we were talking about the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, on HBO Max, the, uh, the DC cartoon. And when, uh, who's the brain character? The one that's... Oh, uh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Psycho. B- b- uh, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, the brain Megamind? Character. No, that's the... That's, that's the, the, that's the Will... <laughs> <laughs> <Megamind>. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, in the show Harley Quinn, there's a character with a big brain. Uh, name, I forgot his name, but yeah, there is an episode where, where he gets he, canceled. He gets yeah. canceled for calling... Uh, I think it's Harley Quinn. No, he calls Wonder Woman a oh, cunt. Yes. Yeah. He calls mm-hmm. Wonder Woman a cunt, and mm-hmm. he gets canceled. He gets kicked out of the Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't even say the word. Mm-hmm. They bleeped the word when he said it. And it was, like, funny, obviously, not hearing it is funny. Like, if you're yeah, writing, yeah. not hearing it is funnier than hearing it. But we all know what he said. Dr. Uh, Psycho. Dr. Psycho. That's his name. That's mm-hmm. the character's name is Dr. Psycho. But, yeah, so, yeah, I know cunt and twat and all that. I And I remember, like, when I was watching fx back you know when it was just there was no fxx it was just mm-hmm. fx and i remember like you know always sunny would come on at 11 o'clock at night and i'd hear danny devito was like what the hell is this shit and i'm like oh, you could say it he said he said shit and i was just <laughs> like oh this is technically cable like this isn't yeah this isn't fucking daytime <laughs> on fox you know um but i would i do remember some of like the cop the cop shows would say uh you know son of a bitch or like you know, like my ass, like don't be a smart ass and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, can you say that? And I realized like after eight o'clock, there are some words that you get to that are graduated up that you can say. Yeah. And I did not know that growing up. And no, I think that uh, in other countries, it's like, you know, you could pass certain time. You show just nudity and whatever you oh, yeah. want on TV. Yeah. Like in tits on, on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Not here, though. Not here. You could just curse. No, you, you can, can use you a can shoot slightly some, salty language. You can watch somebody get shot in the face, but you can't say dick. Yeah. Like there mm-hmm. could be a hands covered in blood, but you can't see a wiener, tits, <laughs> or vagine. Yeah, I can't say wiener. You can't say wiener either. You can't say wiener referring to a penis. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't say jack off. You can't say that. I know you can't say that. No. Uh, I remember Stephen Colbert has a bit where he separates the words long enough so he doesn't get fined from the FCC. <laughs> and it's a very funny bit. He's like, I can't just sit here and jack off on things I don't really like. And he's just like, and they won't find you. But if you say jack off, they bleeped it out. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that's mm-hmm. so funny. Um but, uh, uh, if the uh, oh that's a good point words that are actually bad, so um, like, now are, is cunt bad? Oh okay, cunt. Um, I mean, like it's one. It's like it's such a contextual thing. It's like there's a, you know I think there's one word in particular that I'm definitely not going to say that is a real bad word. And I think besides that, I think it's like really kind are you of you talking about the n word. Yeah, I, I you, left my card at home, so yeah. I can't say it. <laughs> I, uh, no, I think besides that, I think language has little leeway. Yeah, I think like because like there are racial slurs, like you know, um, there's words that you can't say, and like I know like when we were kids, you know, 
certain words for homosexuals that were used. We just threw those out. Like, yeah, you didn't yeah. like something. Oh, that's gay. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and we're older now. We're like, don't say that. Like, yeah, you're putting down a bunch. I of mean, people. I like I didn't hear that word a ton until I started hanging out with gay guys in West Hollywood. And they like, you know, I guess similar to the N word. It's like that's their word. The, the F word is like uh, <laughs> they're, they're okay tossing that around. Yes, that, that it's mm-hmm. their word. Um, you know, you, like they have the hard T, we have the hard R. Like that's that's just what it is. That's just what it is. You know, um, I know that I, I don't want to do it here. We'll do this one during the break. But there's like, I remember like talking to my brother about racial slurs and like we were trying to we were trying to we were having healthy discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, after this whole George Floyd thing, like 2020, we're locked and we started talking about racial slurs, and we're like, I, it's like there's nothing worse than the N word. And then we started going down the line, and we're like, you know what? All these racial slurs are absolutely terrible. Like yeah, they're just, all bad. Yeah, like yeah. Even saying them and hearing them and saying them out loud, we're just like, holy shit, that's an awful thing to say or call somebody. Yeah. Like, like we completely tore, tore up that argument that the N-word is like <laughs> oh, the no, worst of the bad. worst. I'm like, no. That's uh, another one of the, like, you know, my my terrifying 6'5 dad. Like, that's one of the things I've, I've never – just was not part of my vocabulary because that's one of the things, like, you do not say that. Like, he played basketball – like uh, only white guy on his basketball team and segregated, you know, in, in recent segregation or desegregated South. And he's like, we do, you do not say that word. That is not a word you're ever going to use. And I was like, okay, yep, Good. you got it. Not going to use it. I like that guy. <laughs> I like that guy. I don't know him, but done, I like him. Done and done. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so what if, so I know um, Bill Burr has a, a funny uh, bit about how black people and white people use, swear words and like mm-hmm. how it's not offensive when they depending on where you put that curse word yeah yeah so if you say like oh look at this uh like, look at this motherfucking black guy you're like jesus christ mm-hmm. but if you say look at this black motherfucker over here it's a lot easier it's different yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot easier <laughs> language is very i mean that's why i think why carlin the whole bit is derived from the fact that how interesting language and how uh but 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 what's the word um not oxymoron, but hypocritical language could be like yeah. how the flexibility of language, how like it's acceptable to say it one case and you know other one not. I remember uh, as a story in my high school um, that girl grade above me, her dad was giving a uh, speech uh, to the entire class and how he commented how he used to have to spank her on her twat, Oof. and apparently that was uh, slang to for butt when he was a kid not when we were kids yes yes so that poor poor girl uh had to you know her dad spanked her on her twat was was a very common thing throughout high school or career and that's you know an unfortunate story about how language works with generations <laughs> ruined her life <laughs> <laughs> yeah i there's some um like you know the word dick you know uh if you're like oh you're being a dick that's fine but when you say oh look at my dick it just sounds worse mm-hmm. to me like, oh, look at my dick. Ugh. Like, stop being a dick. Yeah, stop being a dick. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, all right, that's not so bad. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, the word bitch, like, oh, look at this bitch over here. You're just like, ugh, that can, that can get offensive. But I'm not saying you're being a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so having much. a really bitching time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, language is very, very, very funny. I, I, yeah, the term son of a bitch, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's insulting someone's mother. So like, oh, you son of a bitch. And you're like, oh, okay. But you can say like, oh man, you fucking son of a bitch. You're like, oh, easy. But you're like, <laughs> I open up the door. Oh, look at this son of a bitch over here. You're like, hey, what's going on? Like yeah. you said, it's, there's differences there. And it's, uh, it's very funny how language is very gray in that sense where, you know, you can take almost any swear word and use it however you like mm-hmm. and either be super offensive or not that offensive at all. Yeah, this is about... Uh, Inflection and charm has a lot to do with it, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you're a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I was I just thought of something and now it left my brain. Hopefully, it comes back. But um, as far as my kid goes, I don't think I'm going to censor myself too much around him because I want to let him know that there's like you know house language and then proper language, like yeah. how you conduct yourself when you're outside these doors. Yeah, yeah, like I, I think uh, want him to have a safe space in the house and like express himself, but at the same time, I don't want him to go tell his teacher to go fuck herself. No, you're right. I think distinction is, uh, and you know, like kids are a lot smarter than people. I think. Mm-hmm. No, get. you're right. 
like you know they, they have separation of ideas and stuff and i think uh, that's the way we're gonna go until you know until he tells the teacher to fuck off and yeah plan. <laughs> so uh i remember what i was gonna say that was really funny and you reminded me now don't ask why but um one of the words i have no idea why is a bad word why isn't a bad thing because we've had this conversation a million times is the word cocksucker oh yeah and you know i don't know if Anyone on the planet hates a cocksucker. <laughs> I don't care who you are. There's nobody who hates a cocksucker. Especially like, now, it's, I think, um, uh, you know, you can't do what you want now. Anybody can be a cocksucker. Anybody you know? can be a cocksucker. <laughs> it shouldn't be an insulting thing. It's not an insulting thing. A cocksucker is one of the greatest people. Like, some of those cocksuckers out there are the greatest people on the planet. Well, it's also it's the same thing as, like, calling calling someone a pussy. Like... Yeah. Uh, pussy could, a pussy could push out a fucking infant and then and then zip back into place. Show me what can g- your dick do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just get. It's so funny when you compare your dick and a vagina. Like a dick yeah. is so fragile. Yes. <laughs> yes. Literally, like, like I, I literally like you know sat down wrong and my balls have gone in a wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Like that's weakness. Yes, <laughs> that is straight weakness. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I remember uh, my Ozo like just came up to me and slapped me right in the balls and I went down. Oh, fuck yeah. I went down and I'm just like, this kid is 32 inches tall and just took me down with yeah, one like swing. You, like, like, you, like you were a pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm for uh, the flipping of that word. Yes, I'm down. So I'm thinking cocksucker needs to get flipped. Mm-hmm. I think pussy needs to get flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was a real pussy about that. Like he was, in, like he was, yeah, yeah. Like, he, yeah. Like he was in labor for for twelve hours, like like a real pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking nutsack should be the new one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a real scrotum. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why am I a scrotum? Because you're, you're weak. Yeah, a little scrot about it. <laughs> you're, you're weak. <laughs> you're just there being wet and dangling. Get the fuck out of here, you scrot. <laughs> can you say scrotum on television? Probably scrot. I get away with that. Uh, how many words can you think of for dick? Go. We'll go back and forth right now. The words for dick. All right. You go first. Uh, I'm going to use dick. Member. Uh, Johnson. God damn it. That was what I was going to use. <laughs> Prick. Penis. Shaft. I know it's like. Shaft is good. Mm-hmm. Wiener. Bellend is a personal favorite of the UK. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bellend? Yo, Bellend. <laughs> you fucking Bellend. What about if I say mushroom tip? That's the same thing. I, think. I could um, say mushroom tip, right? Did say wiener? I did say wiener. Pee-pee. Ah, uh, pee-pee's a good one. <laughs> Fucking hate that. <laughs> That's another thing about, like, speaking of cursing, I'm not, this is, this is first off, I'm vamping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did, we, we, it's always like, this is your penis. That's a vagina. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear your pee-pee or anything weird. I, no. It's like, I'm touching my penis. Yes, you are. Yeah. It's your penis. Thank you very much. Moving on. Yes. So, uh, my son calls it a penis. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very it's funny. It's also funnier that way. Yeah. Too, it's really calling, funny. Yeah, like, yeah. My penis hurts. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but cock. 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 Uh, rod. Rod. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I guess it's more of a boner. If I say boner, what if I say stiffy? That's just a boner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a hoo ha is a vagina, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, you can't. I can't. I <laughs> if you th- Google hoo ha, you're gonna. It's get gonna vagina. be a vagina. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I might be out. I'm, somebody's probably on the other line listening to this screaming like, "Ah, you didn't say this." There's so many. Um, but but but. Oh, a Pete, a Peter, a Peter. That is a good one. Yeah, a Peter. One-eyed weasel. One-eyed weasel. A wanker. Or is I, that the action? That's the action. I uh, in sixth grade we had a transfer student uh michael who taught us what because never we didn't heard what wanking oh, yeah. was in louisiana and it's like no wanking that's like you're not gonna go wank off you're gonna have a wank you're gonna have a wank mm-hmm. yeah i just i learned uh while i was doing a, uh i was wristbanding people on a job that a wristy is a a hand job yeah but and you I, could be a wanker like you're yeah. a wanker like yeah. you know like a jerk I, off. I was saying that to everyone and this australian girl jess has just leaned over it's like you don't want to say that <laughs> anymore <laughs> I'm like, why? She's like, a wristy. He's a wristy. Oh, wristy. Yo, behind the 7 Eleven, get a wristy. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I, uh, I've been saying that to our executive producers. Yeah, give, me a, give me a wristy. <laughs> They're like, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Language. 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 Yeah. Um, I guess I, I think that, you know, we both were raised in households where we had to be mindful of our language. Mm-hmm. And I think when I look at my friends who, I would go over to their houses and they're like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot my homework. And their mom's like, well, go get it. You know, and I'm just like, you're just dropping us bomb in front of your mom. 
what the hell? But I, I, I would have friends like that. But I do have, I do remember those same friends when they get in trouble and they're like, what the fuck? And mom would step on their face. Like, what did you say? And they're like, no, I didn't say anything. You know? <laughs> yeah. So like you said, it's just the time and that you, uh, you use it and knowing when to use it. And like, there's something about when you swear at somebody or when you're swearing are different. And when you swear at someone, it's a little more hurtful. Yeah. And I guess teaching our kids the difference between that along like as down the road is the, in my in my opinion, the approach. I think that's the way I'm going with it. Yeah, language matters and how you use it matters. Yeah, I think that that's for sure. Because I know for a fact, you know, he's going to come home one day and say something some other kid's saying. I'll be like, you are never saying that yeah. again. That's you the know? end of that. Yeah. like You know, like my we had a school where predominantly Hispanic kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, he referred to milk as leche. And I'm sure <laughs> at some point he's going to have some, you know, uh, Chicano swear words that he's gonna yeah. come home be, with. So it would be a puta. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're being a puta, daddy. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> First off, I'm not a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what about other others? Do you know swear words in other languages at all? I don't know too many. Just a hint, like uh, "merd" shit in French. That's oh, a good one. Merd. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. But puta is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, cabron is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, all the Spanish ones are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, culo. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. culo is a good one. So, yeah, those are some really good ones. Um, I'd love to get, like, a whole list of swear words so we can put in the comments. Mm-hmm. Like, just put it right there in our bio. So, like, that's <laughs> you got some homework to do. I want to get, like, s- some of your favorite swear words. Yeah, the ones that uh, yeah, are good good all-around swear words. Yeah, I, I think, did we already ask, like, what your absolute favorite was? Mm-hmm. What you said it was damn it, God damn it. Yeah, I think God damn it is the one that it goes, God, God damn it. Like, yeah, I think what the shit. It's, it's right there in the front. I think when anything goes wrong, goddamn, it's the one that's going to be pulled out first. Yeah, I like mixing swear words. Yeah, yeah, like bitch fuck. That's yeah, yeah. Those are those are good ones. You know, <laughs> god shit. <laughs> uh, we'd say uh, dick tits was one. Like you're dick tits. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dick tits is one. Dick tits is great. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start using dick tits a lot. Yeah, it makes no <laughs> sense. It's just very nice. <laughs> a boner face. Boner face is good. Boner face is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you get dick tits, man. That's fantastic. Yeah, I don't think anything means. I it's think like, what won. are you dick tits doing tonight? Yeah, <laughs> that that was a very a very common opener in the text message chain. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, um, so this is our language segment. Let's uh, take a break and get to our last one. All right. You feel like taking a break right now? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break right now. Let's take a break. Uh, you guys, this is Pop It On Preach. We'll be right back with more What The Fudge. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have done it. Congratulations to you. You've reached the end of our podcast here on Papa Don't Preach. Uh, again, I'm here with Mr. Bennett Miller, and we're bringing a popular segment back called Papa's Pulpit. It's a segment where we uh, each choose an issue and we rant about it, something that gets under our skins, really grinds our gears. Um, but today, I think we have we have uh, <laughs> we have mutual hate for the same thing, so we're going to yeah. talk about it right well, now. Well, like. You mentioned it just we started talking about it. It's one of those things, and I think it's, I don't know if it's a dad thing or just a, uh, I don't know what it is, but, like, the the parking in front of your house. Yeah. Like, that's, like, your parking, and someone doesn't obey by, by the, like, your parking rules. Yeah. It's one of the most irrational things that drives me up the fucking wall the fastest. Like, this morning, I dropped the kids off at daycare. I came back, and the guys next door doing construction, their their truck was parked in one of our spots our spots yeah uh, for those of you at home there's a lot of air quotes there's a lot of air quotes being tossed around <laughs> i was trying to try to italicize my voice i don't know if it works yeah uh so i went to my other spot and someone parked in the middle taking up two of like both of our spots were taken this morning and it's one of the, it's like 
I don't know why. It shouldn't piss me off, but fuck, does it piss me off so fast? It should be. Int- I think it's intentional sometimes. Cause I know when I park in the middle, I'm saving a spot for somebody. I, the thing yeah. is, it's worse. I think it's they're not paying attention, and that's worse to me. When you're just going about your day, just like, eh, fuck, I, I just parked. I'm going to move. I, I don't care. I parked. Whatever. Like, think about other people for half a second. That's that thing. Ultimately, that's what gets under my skin fastest uh, in life is inconsideration. People are just like, there's literally, there's so many, everyone, there's so many other people than you in the world. Like, oh, yeah. I consider other people. Fucking hate when people do that, especially in these streets over here. You can't really have two cars going down. Uh, your street at the yeah, same yeah, time somebody will always have to yeah, like yeah. pull over and like these guys who park with their like bumper hanging off the curb so it like blocks your driving way a little bit mm-hmm. i'm just looking at them i'm like okay bro like you there's know, there's you, no you par- fucked up here yeah i there's a part of me that like even i go to target and someone like has parked their nice car in two spots a part of me it's like I want to key that car. Like I'm not going to, but there's there's like there's a knee jerk reaction. It's like I want to key that fucking car. Like this fucking asshole thinks yeah. it's better than me. Taking I, two spots. What's so nice about your car? I hate when people pull into spots not straight. Like even if your car fits in the lane and it's all crooked in there, mm-hmm. I don't know why that bothers me. It does. I have take no a idea. Second. Take a second. Yeah, back up, straighten out your car. You don't know if somebody's coming out of your of the other cars, maybe a little heavier than a normal person, or they maybe they're pulling a car seat out. Like you don't know this. Like why are you parking like a dick? Like how am I supposed to get my shopping cart around your car? Now I got to pull my car out to load up my groceries. Come on, stop being an asshole. I'm someone who's wider than your average person. Oh, and really? I try to. <laughs> I didn't never notice. Never noticed. Thank you for not noticing. <laughs> I, uh, so I always try to hit right in the middle just to be considerate. When all rights, I should snug like right against that second line so I could just don't have to squeeze out like uh, like that dude in the first X-Men movie through the through the jail bars. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm the, I, I'm always going to make that sound, getting out of my car, that <clears throat> sound when you're getting out of the car. I just... I would like to do that without worrying about scratching somebody else's car next to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, it's one of those things. But um, yeah, parking sucks. I really hate it. Um, one thing I did want to put in your ear, something that really gets on my nerves, something that really grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. Fucking restaurants, man. Um, yeah. I. This sounds, uh, this, this is, is a super first world problem, by the way. <laughs> I want everyone to know this. I am aware of my privilege that this is a super first world problem. But when I was a kid, and I went to a restaurant. The experience was great. The food was fantastic. Everything was amazing. And now like, in L.A., it's like I get the restaurant industry is always changing. You want to be hip. You want to be with the times. You want to have cool stuff. But sometimes people are sitting there mixing foods that don't go together just so they have it. And it's like $17. Mm-hmm. The food is mediocre. Oh, great. There's no ceiling and I can see the sky. That's cool. I, uh, that's I hate thing. it. Like I... Eating out sometimes is like an angry experience for me. Like when oh, I get no, I something mediocre, because I I can cook. Like I know how to cook. I, can, I, I know how to cook. I'm too. pretty damn good at yeah, it. We're actually very good cooks. Thank you. We should have a cooking show. We should. We should. We should cook sometime. But anyway, so if it's like if it's like <laughs> mediocre or worse, bad, it makes me angry that I wasted my money on something shitty. Like yes, and, and like I could make it better for home, or you know, that's been my rule of thumb for restaurants. If I can't make it. Great. If I can make it at my house, I'm not going to order it at a yeah, restaurant. Totally. Because I know how I like it. I know mm-hmm. how I would make it. So I'm not, I'm not going to have any, somebody else's interpretation of this and be like, okay, it's not terrible. I should not eat a meal and say it's not terrible and pay for it yeah. when I can make it at home. And that's why I think that's, uh, it, it leads me to be like, I don't know if I want to try it. Like, it sticks to the stuff I've always had because it's like, I don't want to try a restaurant. It's going to be like average or yeah. bad. I, I, I went to a spot over on the west side and I... Um, you know, it was like this little cafe and they have pizzas and stuff. And that was actually a good restaurant experience. You know, I happen mm-hmm. to know the owner. And it made, <laughs> so it made it better. But like, you know, it's uh, it was a better it was a better eating experience because I remember like sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'm just like, eh, it's OK. Like you get the steak and it's it's cooked right. But like it's a little chewy. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. would you sell this to people? And then you'll get the chicken. And it's dry because they don't want you to get salmonella poisoning. But yeah. it's dry as shit. And. I'm always like, I don't want to be the guy to get a meal and be like, this is disgusting. Send it back. Cause, cause I know, I mean, I've worked in kitchens. Like I know it's shit. Like I know it's a, a tough gig. Like I don't want to be that guy either, but I also like, I'm so I'll just like at some points, like I just like, that's why like I'm reluctant to eat out because it's like, I don't even like, I'll just avoid the whole mess. Maybe that's me being super anxious about it. Like yeah. instead of avoiding like me having a weird time, I could just stay home. Yeah. I mean, I could just stay home or I can go complain about a terrible meal and then 
get a, a better meal cooked sent back to me with you know pubic hair on top of it like <laughs> roll the dice you know yeah. but like re- the restaurant like food is getting more expensive obviously like the whole experience is more expensive like going to dinner for two should not be three hundred dollars you know no. and um you know i i'm starting to think that most places they're starting to realize this and they're switching to almost like a tapas style because uh-huh. like everything you order is just like shareable and I, I like that, but at the same time, the quality of the food goes down, yeah. and I really hate that. So I, I just restaurants for me, it's 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 like if, I, if it's a place I like, it. like I'll stick to it. So like, yeah. that's the thing is like it's hard to find a place I like, but once I do, I'll stick to that place. Yeah, that's true too. And it's always happened to me where I find a place I like, and then it closes down. And I'm like, obviously, I have terrible taste in food because. <laughs> Nobody yeah, else is you going were here. Yeah, yeah, you were the wrong one here. I, I do remember um, there's a Chinese place that uh, we're going to go to soon. Um, Are growing, you like me? Like I'm going with you? Uh, you can come with me. I think oh. you should bring that in the kids. Because, all right, I'll go. Um, growing up, I went to this place downtown in Chinatown all the time. They used oh, to have yeah, like yeah. three restaurants. It was called Plum Tree. Uh-huh. And it was the best place I've ever, like, it was a religious experience for our family to go there. It was like some of the best Chinese food in the world. Yeah. And the pandemic took it out. Oh, so shit. like we hit the pandemic, we would order from it to give them business, mm-hmm. but eventually they had to close down and it was the last plum tree, plum tree. And it's been there for 40 years or some shit. Yeah. yeah. And when it closed me, my, like, I remember I sent the text, like our family was kind of devastated. It's like, we lost a member of our family. Yeah. But, um, in the bones and ashes of plum tree, a new place called like Man- Mongolia, China just opened there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they just change the sign and if it's the same stuff but i'd like to go there and check it yeah, out check it and out hopefully give my son that same experience of there's a like being uh like living in new orleans for a long time that's another thing is like you're just you're spoiled with so much good food living there and growing up having a family that cooked like you yeah, your family like you're oh yeah yeah exactly your family whole family cooked too. that's another thing it's like being spoiled with like surrounded by good food like mediocre food mediocre food is an angry everything yeah. for me it is i'm with you my uh, mom was such a good cook she monetized it and started a restaurant that's right that's, yeah, yeah and that's when i started to hate life because my mom was cooking for everyone else and not me <laughs> you know like i'd be like where the fuck is this bitch god damn i'm hungry that's <laughs> the point just, I, I lost the point i remembered so sorry uh restaurant in new orleans uh community grill it's like great uh late night place it was like mm. right by the, the right off the trolley stop and after katrina they weren't going to open and like literally the public like just pasted posted notes all over their windows and like forced them to come back and like oh shit like, like you know you know people bought the property and like whatever it's like no 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 like you're going to open again like we're going to make you open again like we want you back bad enough so eventually Damn. like they they found you know someone invested in them and got the money together and reopened like same exact everything what was the name of this restaurant camellia grill camellia I, I, that's it's i mean it's one of those places like you know dudes work in the counter and work there since they're you know since they were kids and like they made a career work in there, you know, I'm like one of those plots. It. It's, it's, I love it. There was a restaurant I tried in new Orleans. That was amazing. Uh, well, it was like the, I remember I went there and they would, like I was dressed fresh. I looked good, mm-hmm. but they were like, you have to have a collar if you're going to sit in the restaurant. Oh wow. And they're like, Oh yeah, we can get you a shirt. And they pull out this wrinkled old blue, <laughs> like, you know, Van, Van Houston, like shirt, uh-huh. like you can wear this. And I'm like, I'm going to look shittier wearing that. Like, but it has a collar. And I was like, that's so all right, stupid. they'll just sit us by the bar. But luckily they got us like this big booth in the bar uh-huh. where we can eat. And they're like, we had a, it's just a store policy. Like, honestly, like you can go to church and what you're wearing, but there's just no collar. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this? The fucking fifties. Yeah. <laughs> I can't need a collar. But the, that's besides the point. The food there though was amazing. Like mm-hmm. I had a, I had a great meal and I was like, Oh yeah, I like restaurants. And I got back to LA and I was like, ah, I hate restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely like having to eat and uh like it's having a good place with good food, great, but it's ultimately the food. Like I don't care if I'm in the, like this hot, all white, terrible lit place, but if the food is bomb, I'm sticking with that stuff. No, whenever like here in LA, whenever we have people uh come from out of town, we take them to go a taco uh taco truck that's in a gas station parking lot. Yeah. And it's fucking incredible. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter where you are, it's about how good your food is. Exactly. That's hundred percent right. Yeah, I mean, like like our, my sister in law's from Mexico and we're like, we're gonna go to a taco truck in a parking lot. She's like, You're taking me where? Like, where are we going? And you're like, Don't worry, it's gonna be good. And she's like, All right, fine, this is good. Yeah, it's but she was she was like, We're going to a truck in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like um, I remember, like, I, I would never eat anything buffet, buffet style, like, 
over 18 years old. Uh-huh. No way. Like, I think it's the laziest thing to do is a buffet. The yeah, food's really uh, never When I was good. in high school, I, we would destroy some buffets. But now I oh. feel the same way. It's like, the, how long has this been sitting around? Hometown buffets are, is good as well. Um when I was a kid, yeah, yeah, but yeah, before we before we head off the last, before, yeah, before I knew about cooking temperatures, yeah, how yeah. long things can stand under a heat lamp. There, I did. There was this bunch brunch spot in downtown that had like gourmet uh, buffet, yeah, yeah, and each station had its own chef, and it was fantastic, like Pizza, Vegas style, yeah, like, it was ugh. Bellagio type shit. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, but um, yeah, I mean that's our that's my pulpit. I'm I'm. Glad to hear. Parking and food. We're definitely fathers. Yeah. (laughs) Parking and food. Definitely dads. Um, But yeah. um, Thank you again for coming by. Anytime. Um, Love it. In the spirit of this episode, our fucking time together was fucking great. This shit is fucking amazing. God damn it. I love it. Asshole cocksucker. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Papa Don't Preach. Thanks you so much, Ben, yeah, for it was joining a tip. us. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank DNA and Aaron Mostow. They do our music. Our producers, Shannon Taylor and Blaine Pierre, that keep this show on the road. Uh, yeah, we're going to be back next week. This is Papa Don't Preach. See you guys later and have a good, I guess, weekend it, it would yeah. be. Yeah.